um, a Q&A, because why not? <laughs> um, um, I'm so tired, man. I don't know why. Maybe it's the lack of sunshine. Uh, and I'm just, I'm so tired. Maybe I overworked myself. I don't know. I'm just making one because I want to make one. I want to keep making one. But I think I'm going to take a bit of a break. A little bit of a break. Nothing, nothing too long, but maybe a little bit of a break after this. Like a week. Just take a week off, write some music. I guess, I guess I'm going to talk about that to myself. Welcome to Pat Flanagan's Jam Space. Um, episode 25, I think. Been doing good. Been doing good. Um, I think I've, I pretty much have an episode every week this year, and it's proving to be quite challenging. You will see that by the lack of energy in my voice right now. Um, I'm trying to juggle making... So basically, usually I come here on... There's a band next door, by the way, so you're going to hear a lot of this shit. Uh, but I usually... Let me make sure that my streaming is working, everything looks good. All right. I usually come here on Mondays and then on Fridays, and I try to... So tonight's Monday night, I try to... When I feel really good and really inspired, like I'll get a podcast down, do it, and shoot a video, and then I'll go home, you know, edit that throughout the week. Then Friday, ideally, I'd, I'd like to do the same, like shoot a podcast, and then it, usually if I want to record something or whatever, I usually do it on Fridays because it's a lot more quiet because I get to come here a bit more early in the afternoon. But um, So yeah, so anyway, all that to say that I... This fucking mic, man. All this to say that I usually uh, then, you know, finish my edits. Sorry, I'm just trying to adjust the elastic on this high quality microphone. I usually, uh, finish my edits around, you know, Saturday, Sunday, whatever, and then post for the following week. So, so far so good. But the thing is like, I have been coming here twice a week religiously since the new year, since pretty much like since winter uh, arrived since the weather started sucking and it's just easy to just drive here directly from work do what I have to do and then just go back home and do the rest of uh, you know whatever I want to do um, the thing is I'm going so fast that I am not planning and I'm making like I'm, I'm, I'm shooting so many videos and well so many it's not like once a day or whatever but it, I shot like ideally like if I stuck to that schedule I would record one every um, I'd record like tw two videos and two podcast every week so that would allow me to have some advance you know if i posted like one video a week and one podcast a week whatever i get enough advance uh but it's really challenging because first of all i um i have a job uh you know i have to manage all that shit and i have to all that shit what i mean by that is that like the amount of content that i have on these fucking sd cards that i have to upload and then you know do all of the editing and whatever and like shooting a video that's like five minutes might be 35 30 40 minutes of content that i you know i redo takes and whatever that i just have to cut down and anyway all this to say that i'm kind of running out of ideas it's not a new thing I, i've run out of ideas before but i really have to sit down at some point and look at my ideas and really flesh them out and if 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 i have to sort of not shoot for a week or two or something i uh you know, to make a good video, a really good video, not just me talking at this table. Um, I don't know. I think I, I need to do that. I'm getting kind of tired. And the biggest problem is that I when I do this, like if you go, you know, Monday, work all day, and then you um, and then you uh, you shoot your thing, you get home by 10 p.m., whatever, like you haven't had dinner or whatnot, you want to spend some time with your SO, you do that shit, and then fucking 
Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, you're editing like maybe an hour a night or two hours or whatever. There goes your whole evening. Fridays, you kind of do the same. It's like, it's a job on top of a job. And what's even uh, more important is that I'm not recording or I'm not writing music, which is probably the most important thing or practicing any of that. So it's really hard to make a video a week and a podcast a week. Um, with this schedule and to practice and all that stuff on top of a full-time job. Uh, anyway, that's a, that's a, I think that's a subject for maybe next week or maybe this Friday when I record the next podcast, uh, managing YouTube and a full-time job and how to sort of do it and how challenging it is, whatever. I've been, that's been at the back of my mind for a little while. And I think I want to talk about that. So boom, just talking right now, I just came up with an idea. Well, not an idea, but just kind of give me the spark that I sort of want to do it. So that'll probably be, be that'll probably be, that will probably be next Friday's video um, that I shoot, at least, because I didn't shoot anything. It's like it's already almost 8 p.m., and I kind of want to get out of here at this point. I mean, I'm going to make an okay episode. That's fine, but um, I kind of want to uh, just go home and rest. I'm fucking tired. I practiced for like an hour, uh, which is good, I guess. And just but in the back of my mind, I was like, ah, oh, do I make a video? But I don't really have an idea. So anyway, I need to plan out. I think I'll plan some stuff out, leave some time to practice as well. Uh, and just, you know, make okay videos. I have a bunch of ideas for videos. Like podcasts, it's getting kind of weird because a lot of the things I want to, uh, a lot of the things I want to explain on the YouTube channel are uh, they're visual things. So the podcast is more of an audio experience. I know that I record this and whatnot, and, uh, but I, and I put it on YouTube, but it literally gets zero views. Nobody watches it. Uh, most people who consume the podcast... 99% of the people who consume the podcast do it in audio form. So anyway, uh, that's a little update. Otherwise, I um, subscriber counts, you know, because I, I do this all the time when I start this podcast. Subscriber count is climbing steadily at the same rate as it's been for about six months now, which is about uh, 80 a month. Uh, I wish it were 80 a day or whatever, but I'm at uh, 1,077. So yeah, that's 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 good. That's cool. I have made about $20 right now. Let's look at that. Uh, $13.63. I could quit my job. Uh, so yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's cool. That's at the end of the year, it might be like an extra 200 bucks or something. We'll see. Um, so yeah, that's, that's YouTube for you. That's the update. That's how I feel. I still, I posted one thing on Instagram. I still, I, I think I'm wet on this like social media sort of, I don't know, man, these days I'm, I, I'm just fucking sick of it all. <laughs> it seems, I think I need to write some music that'll feel better and definitely record it. So I've been, um, you know, I have this Focusrite 2i2, which I usually record stuff with, you know, this thing. And the only reason why I'm not using it, this is the one from home, and I always bring it here to record and whatever. The only reason why I have it here is because I wanted to do some things for, uh, do some mic tests, but it's it's too noisy to do that. Anyway, all this to say that I'm recording with this USB mic, so I don't have to bring this all the time, but I want to buy an, an 8 mic pre uh, sound card and I've been putting it off for I don't know how long because it's it's expensive it's like 700 bucks and I almost bought it today almost and I was like fuck and click it and then I choked <laughs> uh, but it would it's it's weird because I, I I'm afraid of spending money and I have this thing where I always say that gear is never gonna help you make your albums but like I kind of fucking need one because I want to record drums and this is two inputs right two mic pre's 
And I mean, yeah, you can record drums with two mics, but it's a lot better if you can do like four or six or eight. So, uh, so yeah, it's a Focusrite um, 18i20. Yeah, that I'm gonna put in that rack over there. You see that rack right there? Um, so yeah, I think I'm gonna buy it, but uh, that's, a, that's a cool update. And I think I'm gonna record some drums and see where that takes me. If I can make full songs here in the jam space. It is so cold in here, it's crazy. No heating whatsoever. Um, yeah, so um, I guess that's it. Bye, see you next time. No, I'm kidding. Uh, with the thousand subscriber and all that thing that came up, um, you know, I made a little thank you video. And I just realigned myself. There we go. I made a, a little uh, um, thank you video. And in the at the end, I said, like, if you want to ask me questions or whatnot, you can do it. And two people asked questions, one of which was Nick Burt. And uh, I'm going to answer that right away. Nick was like, can you make more podcasts? And I said, yeah, I, I make them all the time now. And so he realized I made a bunch of podcasts. And last week, he was just texting me everything that he found interesting or funny. Uh, so that answers your question, Nick. But other people asked questions. And I made a Q&A, a first Q&A video, and at the end of this video, I said, if you want to ask me more questions, do it in the comments bo get in the comment box down below, and that makes more of it. It's sort of auto-generating content, a self-fulfilling prophecy, where you make a video answering questions, and then you say, if you have questions, put them in the thing, and then that, you do the thing. Anyway, so I, I'm experimenting with that. Uh, all while being quite aware that I don't think it will last. I think people are being nice right now. Like the first one had two questions. The second one had four questions. Um, I think two of which are like one guy asked questions in the first one. He's one of the like sort of loyal supporters. The other guy asked a question in the second one. He's my other very loyal supporter. Uh, and then the fourth question was was uh, uh, Marc Barabé, like one of our, our buddies who was a fan of Bad Captain, became a buddy that way. He asked a question. So it's like, it's just guys being nice. Like there's another guy who asked a question, legit question that I'm going to answer. But uh, I think like, I'll, so I made a video for that. I'm almost done um, editing it and I'm going to post it. But I think that's going to be it. Like out of the thousand subscribers, I feel like a lot, a lot of those people are guitar people who are, who have subscribed due to that fucking infamous bass pedalboard video that has like 40,000 views now that's just attracting a bunch of subscribers who think that that's what my channel's about. Um, and like, that video's old now, man. It's, uh, anyway. And I've got another, you know, video that's kind of doing well about the jam space, whatever, but it's the really old one. But I feel like I just want to attract the right kind of subscribers, and, but I'm not even sure what the right kind of subscriber is. I guess, I don't know, I'm just a fucking Rick Beato knockoff at this point. Um, like, not as good, uh, not as not as talented, and we'll see. We'll see where it takes me. You can see that I'm really doubting myself today and, and quite tired and whatever, but um, there are days like this. There was uh, an early episode of the podcast that's called Something Something Featuring Depressed Pat. I'm not depressed. I'm in a great mood, uh, and I'm doing okay, and life is good, and whatever. It's just that sometimes I take a step back and... Um, I, I look at like what I'm doing and why I'm doing it and whatever. And sometimes it's hard to stay motivated and to keep doing it, especially like YouTube or this podcast where, um, there's not a lot of people or anyone consuming any of it. Uh, but I guess, you know, I do it. I have a good time doing it. It's out there in the internet. Um, and that video, that pedalboard video is a good example that it took probably six to eight months before anybody started watching it. And then like the algorithm caught it for some reason. And now it's getting views, steady views, still my most viewed video. Um, so I guess like maybe one or two of my other videos might catch on or something like that. Or maybe, you know, I'll have 5,000 subscribers by the end of, I don't know, 2025 or something. And maybe I'll make an extra 500 bucks a year with that. I'll take that. I don't care. Uh, the only thing is, 
it's kind of hard to, to have good ideas and stay motivated and whatnot. So um, I don't know which direction to take my channel. It's just anyway, I, I won't I won't um, I won't flesh all of that out <laughs> in the podcast in a, a monologue form. Um, I'll do that myself. I'll do my homework and then I'll come back with a, an update, I guess. Okay, so uh, quick one. Uh, I'm going to answer those questions. I think that's a, that's a cool thing to do if you haven't seen the video. Uh, if you don't want to listen to me answer questions from loyal supporters, well, there's 24 other episodes before that and then I hope this is all working. And then there's, there's probably more episodes after this. But... Um, uh, what's cool is that, you know, I try to do, again, this is long form podcast. I can really stretch. And as you can see from the 25 hours of, of me talking, I, I really like to go on and go deeper and whatever. So I'll do that. Whereas the YouTube video, I'm trying to cram in as much information in, in as little time as possible because people don't tend to stick around very long on my videos. Okay. First question. Uh, did I have notes? I have notes. They're right here. Do, 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 do. There we go. Okay, um, I won't name names or anything like that because because um, I suck at that uh, pronouncing names. Uh, I did it in the video and it's all good, but uh, I'll re-answer these questions and it's just uh, you know I won't ask the actual questions. I'll just read them out and then sort of answer them. So the first question was um, someone who asked me why I decided to start a YouTube channel. Now I've probably explained this before, but um, I'm going to explain it again. Okay. Cause, cause that was the question as I take a, um, that's, that's actually going to come up later, but, uh, I'm going to take a sip of bubbly water and probably will be burping within five minutes, but I like it so much. It's a good substitute for beer too. Okay. So I, I decided to start my YouTube channel because I was, I was sick of, I was uninspired. I was sick of being in a band. I think really. I have to go back pretty much two years, almost two years, uh, like a year and a half, June, July of 2018. So we just put out the horse dog album. We failed at doing that. I, I think I explained this before, but if not, I can talk about the whole failures uh, that I've done. But uh, yeah, I think I talked about that in, in the uh, make failure your friend part of, of last week's episode. Um, the thing is, I... I was sick of jamming every week. I know that I make videos about, you know, bands jamming and all that and, and how to organize your, your jam sessions, but I got sick of jamming every week and not playing a lot of shows and just, here we go, first one. <laughs> Sorry about that. But I, I, I got sick of the, the same routine because I've been doing that since 2009, probably, 20, 2008, and I'd done that uh, for most of my teen years, like from, well, I mean, from... 20, 2002 to 2007. Anyway, most of my Friday nights were spent jamming and then most of my whatever it was, Mondays or whenever we jammed with, you know, TML and then Bad Captain and then Horse Dog and nonstop pretty much, um, but, you know, since between 2008 or 2009 up to 2018. So you can understand how fucking sick of it I was because jamming once a week is cool when you're 22 or whatever. It's kind of a hangout thing. When you're like 30, uh, it starts to get, you know, it's, a, it's an important time slot in your schedule. Uh, and if you're not working and if you're not doing anything remotely productive, uh, it sucks. And 
it wasn't necessarily my case, but you take Mitch, for example, towards the end of Horse Dog, where he had just had a kid and just started a new job. And, you know, he was always, always in the back of my, uh, of his mind. He was always like, cause I knew this, I know this because he told me, um, he would be like, okay, so we're, we're practicing. We're not doing much. The songs are written. We're just trying to get better. We could do this maybe once every two weeks, but we, you know, did it once every week, whatever. And all he could think of, of was, um, can I spend some time with my girlfriend and my, uh, newborn daughter instead? And that's why he left the band. Um, and I was still into it. I was, I still wanted to do it, but I, I was slowly getting sick of it. Now, you know, if you're in a band that has a lot of work to do or has a lot of, of, or need to play a lot, or I don't know, has, you know, you have a lot of shows or you have a tour coming up or whatever, or you're writing together or you're recording. Yeah. Once a week that might work. But if you're, um, if you're in one of those bands that, you know, like us, that all the songs were written already, everything was recorded. You were just rehearsing and you had no show plan because I suck at planning booking shows. That's my, that's my, that's, it's just the thing I fucking suck at. And you're expecting other people to, to, to book the shows for you, but it's not happening. And you're expecting some other people to know their parts and to be really good, but that's not happening. You know, you expect that, you know, jams could be an hour long where you're like, all right, let's come up, let's play the set twice, nothing to work on, boom, let's go home. You know, at a point in our, in my uh, jamming experience, jams were like where we practiced as a band just to get better. Okay, this section as a band and everybody was sort of woodshedding on their own. Everybody was was practicing their own shit, whatever, and you, you arrived at the jam and you were good. If you fucked up, we spent some time you know, we gave you the chance to, to fix your, your, your parts or whatever, but we practiced as a band. Those are two different things in my mind. But the thing is, like, I lost patience at some point where, you know, if one of the band members just can't fucking play their part, that's on you, man. Like, to stop wasting everybody's time. Anyway, so I got, I got sick of just practicing every single week. And I got sick of trying to book shows and and practicing and just not doing that and then we had an album that kind of failed anyway i was sick of being in a band i was done with it uh that's one of the main reasons but mostly i it wasn't challenging for me anymore it wasn't like it was old it was i was i've been doing this for 15 years or whatever it was just the same old shit like nothing happened of it not, not nothing like nothing came out of it so at some point, like, you know, you can only run so long on a fucking treadmill, you're not getting anywhere, you know? Um, so I wanted a new challenge. I wanted to do something new. I wanted to start a thing and then just watching all these guys, like musician YouTubers, you know, like Beato and Adam Neely and all that stuff, but also like the photography guys, like obviously Peter McKinnon and like Casey Neistat was big back in that day. He's still big, but he was really, really active. And a lot of their videos was like, were like, you know, you, you, you can probably, you have a shot at this if you do it. And Beato, I remember, has a video. He's like, look, I spent years in the, in the traditional music industry and I spent years, uh, you know, working as a producer and it was a band, whatever, had a record deal. And it's like, this is how, like, and this has been the most fulfilling, the most fun, whatever, just making videos about music. And I just got started. At some point I was like, all right, I'm going to talk about this thing or I'm going to actually just sample my, or one of my first videos went late 2016 and I was like, all right, I'm just going to show my pedal board, I guess. And I made that video. And then I was like, I'm going to sample my cello and show that. So I just got started at some point and I'm still there. And, you know, two years later, is it two years, three years, fuck, three years and a thousand subs. <laughs> There's something I'm not doing right. Um, but like uh, two and a half years, whatever it is later, I am 
still, you know, just making a video and uploading it and seeing who watches and just sort of figuring it out. Um, so I just got started because I wanted something new. I want something different. I wanted to concentrate on, uh, on getting better at filming stuff, getting better on camera and getting better at editing and recording and, rec you know, making my own songs. And so it's just a way to, um, I don't know, sort of use my brain in a different way that just like showing up to jam, singing the same 10 songs and playing and just talking about how we could book this show and how you can, you know, how you need to work on this part. And I was, I was really sick of that. So I stopped doing that and I haven't really jammed in a, uh, an original, you know, band since and I don't really want to do it still. I want to release music, and I'd love to play a show as a band, or I'd love to have, you know, have a solid rehearsal or something like that, but eh, I, I really don't miss it. I, I, I did it for too long without any um, kind of success, and especially, like, Bad Captain was cool, but it crashed so hard, and then Horse Dog was fun, but that just kind of withered? Hey Siri, define withered. Is that a word? As nope. a noun, it means in legends and... No, no, not a wizard. It just kind of faded away. That's what I mean. Is that the word? Come on. Are you really looking up... With... Wither. Define wither. Is that a word? Wither. Become dry and shriveled. That's what I meant! Cease to flourish, fall into decay or decline. That's exactly what I wanted to say. I knew the word. I good English. Okay. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it just you know withered. I guess it's a it's a fancy word to say that it just fucking fell apart. Um, so yeah, that's why I started the channel, and that's why I'm still doing it. And that's your question right there, sir. Okay. Um, then I think it was another uh, friend uh, supporter of the channel who asked, uh, "What was my worst gig ever?" Or like. Um, uh, good challenges that I that I that I um, good challenges that I overcame at shows like a broken string and whatnot. And this is where the bubbling water comes in. Worst gig ever. That's easy. That's Saint Jerome. Okay. Worst fucking gig we ever played. That was with uh, Track Map Liberty, and um, so we were in kind of a feud with another band. I won't name them. Okay, because it was a long time ago. But it was all my fault because I was a fucking cocky asshole. The thing is, we were hypocrites, okay? We didn't like them. We pretended that we liked them. We liked the guys. I love those guys. They're fucking, like, looking back, you know, I won't say anymore. Like, I, I, they're talented guys. They're great dudes. And if anybody's to blame, it's me because I was a cocky little fucking asshole. The thing is, we were kind of hypocrites because as much as we liked them, we didn't like their style or what they were doing. And we... You know, but we like they were still our friends, sort of. And but the thing is, like I, <laughs> I, 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 early example of getting canceled or something. I tweeted something kind of mean. Um, fuck, back in '08 or something. I was an early uh, Twitterer. Uh, yeah, I tweeted something, and then uh, it was kind of mean. I was laughing at like one of the guys, whatever. And I never expected anybody would would. Um, I never expected anybody would look at it or whatever, but somebody did, and then they told them, and then the guy confronted me, and I just denied it, whatever. Like, a really pussy move uh, in a bad way. A really dick move from me, uh, and really just a... I was generally just a fucking asshole back then. And that was... We're talking, like, 10 years, solid 10 years ago. I was really fucking kind of a cocky jerk, and I really... Um, I went through... 
I had to see my anyway. That's a whole other discussion. But I had to. It's really. How can I explain this? Do I really want to go into this? I, I will. So, oh, the guys just opened the door. So I, um, we used to film a lot back then. We used to document things because we wanted to vlog. Like we're talking early YouTube or whatever. I really wanted to put out vlogs and whatnot, and we did. But I was young and stupid and like 22 and. We used to do stupid shit. Nothing illegal, nothing like that, but just like random stupid, you know how, how 20 year olds are, especially in a band. And you know, we would film anywhere that we go and what, whatever. So we filmed a lot of that show. And uh, we filmed a lot of what came before and after and all that. And we actually, you know, we had a hotel for that show. It was a whole thing like for charity or something. And um, so, I, re I remember looking at the video where um, the the girl at the hotel gives us our keys and I'm the first to go like that I want fucking want a key and I just steal a key and go to the room because I'm you know I'm the lead singer and I want to grab a key and whatnot and I just remember looking at that video and going like that's such a dick move because I remember Alex like had something that where he actually needed a, the key or something and I, I just like fucking took it from him and I was like I'm the fucking front man I got it and just that simple little thing about a hotel room key, I remember looking at that video and going like, what a fucking asshole. And turns out that guy's me. <laughs> and from that moment, I started being becoming a lot more self-aware. And I would even say self-aware, period, because I wasn't self-aware at all. Any And, you know, everything I did or said or whatever was to entertain, but to, it was selfish because it was to... Um, it was actually to feel good that I entertain people and people are entertained before they like me. I think that's how it is. But it just came out as just being a jerk, like an obnoxious jerk. So anyway, uh, so we get to the, to the, the place. The, it's like a restaurant slash bar slash club, whatever. There's rock shows and whatnot. We get there and uh, the guy confronts me and I sort of deny it, whatever. He's like, all right, what the, f you know, whatever. He kind of brushes it off and whatever. And I got kind of scared and created this huge tension. It was really not cool because he was fucking man enough to go like, what the fuck, man? I thought we were friends. What the fuck is this stupid tweet? Like, that's not cool, man. Like, we're buddies. What the fuck? And I was just too chicken shit. Instead of saying like, instead of saying, yeah, man, fucking my bad. That was fucking stupid and cocky of me. Um, I just went like, no, man, it wasn't me. I didn't do that. It was other people tweeting, whatever. He was like, all right, fuck you then. And so it was really awkward. And they were actually opening for us. So there was one first band and then, and then us. It was like a Thursday night or whatever. I don't know. And so the first band opens. Cool. They have the second band on stage. I'm like, okay, whatever. And so, you know, that lasts for like 40 minutes. And then the second band with whom we had, with whom we were having a feud or, you know, uh, some drama, they come on and they played for like a fucking hour, at least at maybe a, an hour and a half. And we're like, what the fuck, man? It's taking so fucking long, but it's so fucking smart on them. I mean, it's a dick move from them, but a solid touche right there. <laughs> Like, fucking, yeah, yeah, you, you guys want to be assholes? How about we just don't get off stage? And, like, there was, like, 20 people in the place anyway, maybe, like, 55 when they were there. And they were regulars there. They would play them all the time. It was kind of our first time playing there. And we had, like, this whole fucking pretentious set 
planned, like with covers and fucking kings and queens by 30 seconds to Mars and all this bullshit. And like Steph had his keyboards out and all that crap. Anyway, while they're playing, we're shooting the shit downstairs in the kitchen area and the storage and whatever. And again, we're filming other stuff. There's a lot of funny stuff that came out of that, but some of the stuff, man, it's just like Pat won't shut the fuck up. And it's like, he's just being like a you know, I'm just being like this clown and whatever. And And I fucking ruined my voice doing that. So anyway, it's like 1230 AM. We finally come up and there's like four people left. I'm sorry, that clip. There's like four people left. Um, one of whom is like my girlfriend at the time and our fucking, we had a fucking manager at the time. Who the, who was she? She didn't do anything for us. The other five were like the band and like whoever worked the, oh man, what a fucking terrible gig. And so we show up. The only audience is those guys with whom we have beef and they're behind the console. Cause like one of the guys in the band actually works there. He's the fucking sound guy mixing our show. And um, it's so fucking awkward. And we start playing whatever. And I can hear it in the monitor on stage some of the guys like some of the other guys who aren't in the band but are friends with that band they're fucking with the console and like the other guy's like dude I'm still trying to be professional even though they're fucking idiots he's trying to fix it so I can hear that like some people are fucking with our sound and we're playing and Steph I'm sorry I'm putting you under the bus like he couldn't but Steph didn't even fucking show up for sound check so now like we have keyboards that we didn't sound check he couldn't he had a school thing all right but like I don't blame him that's all I'm saying but like you know, it was difficult enough to have to deal with, man. So we played a couple songs. I had no voice and like, there was nobody in front of us. It was so fucking painful to play. We had a whole hour plan at this point. It's like 1am or like something like that. And we're like six songs in, we have like six or seven songs left. We have an encore plan, whatever. I just look at the guys. I'm like, we're playing one more and we're getting the fuck out of here. So we played one more and we went like, thanks. See you guys later. It's like, literally sounds like this. (laughs) And we just got off stage, packed everything, and we just fucked off. And I think we went to have pizza. We went to the hotel room. And I have a picture of Chris that I have to, maybe I'll try and put it up here. Maybe not. I can't promise it. But I have a picture of Chris in his like winter boots the next day, just fucking hung over eating pizza. Going like, let's get the fuck out of the city, man. Oh, man. But it was kind of all my fault. I'm so freezing right now. It's, I'm, look... I'm freezing. Uh, So tired and freezing. Okay, so yeah, very depressing episode so far. Um, Worst gig of all time. And it was kind of all my fault because I had been a jerk to those wonderfully talented and nice guys. And the guy was man enough to just confront me. And I was too much of a fucking little weak ass motherfucking shithead to go, yeah, man, I'm sorry. You know, maybe he would have fucking broken my jaw, but maybe it was the the punch in the face that I deserved. I doubt he would have done that. He probably just went like, what the fuck? And had I just maybe apologized, it would have been cooler. We would have been nice. We would have had a shot. It would have been nicer. And there was, you know, wouldn't have been that much beef. Maybe they would have let us play before 12, 30, 45 a.m. And it would have been a better gig. But it was a great learning experience because, you know, days later watching that video, Watching that shameful performance, watching me just shoot the shit, whatever, I started becoming self-conscious of how much of a fucking idiot I was just in general, how much of a how much of a dick I was becoming just at the expense of entertaining people and just feeling better because I was entertaining those people. And who knows, maybe in 10 years, I'll look back at this shit and go like, wow, that guy was a fucking asshole. Um, but I have, I've had other 
uh, moments like that, very self-conscious moments, very like um, self-observant. Can I say that? I guess very like self-aware moments. And I am now very much, um, I'm trying to put it in a nice way. I'm a lot more self-aware than I was definitely a decade ago and a lot more conscious of what I say, how I act, what I do and whatnot. And, um, you know, there's a lot of, there are a lot of episodes of the per podcast of the perk cat. A lot of episodes of the podcast aren't on YouTube yet because I haven't listened to them. And I'm, I'm so, um, I'm not, I'm not scared of what I say, but I just want to make sure that I sort of double check and like what I say is fine. I can put it on YouTube whenever I'm like, I'm that careful with what I say. Um, now, you know, saying s stuff like that, like, I know it's fine. I'm going to put it on YouTube and podcasts and whatnot. It might be way too personal for people, way too fucking boring for others. Uh, but it, you know, there might be somebody out there who's like, wow, I didn't know Pat was so self-reflective. Yes. I know that I've been an asshole for most of my life. I know. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> anyway, that was the huge segue into my worst fucking gig ever. What's cool is that a couple of years later, uh, some very, very fun gigs happened. 2013 was the best year for Bad Captain, especially March and April. Uh, March, we played for a thing that I think it was somebody who was studying in like event organization or something. I don't know the term in English, but he, they were um, studying uh, event planning. And they planned this fucking great event. And it was like their their final thing. And it was a Corona theater. They booked Corona. They had like a couple bands uh, with us headlining. And the place was packed. Imagine Corona Theater packed. That was so amazing. We played a set. It was super solid. It was great. And probably our best show ever. And then uh, I remember one of the guys from Evenco contacted us a little after that. and was like, they asked us, you guys want to open for Anne Berlin? So we opened for Anne Berlin like a couple weeks later, same place, um, you know, and it wasn't as packed because it was really early. We were the first band, but still like a couple hundred people, which felt fucking amazing. It was so cool. So those are the best gigs. Um, and it was much less of an asshole back then. <laughs> so yeah, like a much better time. Okay. Sip of water. I'm so freezing. I'm going to put my jacket on and I'm going to answer the next question. So um, I won't pause because there's too many things going on. Can I do this? Can I? Can I? Come on. Yes. I'm not kidding. I'm putting this on. I'm fucking freezing. Um, there we go. I mean, I could cut this out, and I probably will, but... Jesus Christ. It's fucking cold in here, man. That can't be good for the instruments, right? Man. I mean, when you're playing drums, it's not so bad, but like, jeez. Okay. Oh, dude, I'm freezing. Fucking freezing. Okay. When you're playing drums, it's not so bad because you're moving, but when you're just sitting on a chair and, you know, talking, fuck, I'm freezing to death. Okay. So the next question was about a strong moment of inspiration. And that person quoted um, this snarky puppy video. I forget what it's called. It's got like 22 million views. It's like... It's uh, it's like Berkeley Funk, <laughs> and it's like it's a, I, mean, I guess a lot of people were inspired by that video, but it's a lot of blowing and whatever. By the way, you're gonna hear a lot of this because my jacket's nylon. But um, yeah, they were really inspired by that. So uh, that person asked me if I ever had a similar moment of inspiration. Uh, yes, I've had plenty moments of inspiration. Um. Being alone in my teenage years, 
Like some nights alone, that was a huge moment of inspiration because I used to write about how sad I was and how alone I was and how little friends I had, even though I had 20 friends in high school. Uh, but I wanted to be cool and emo, so I did that. And like breakups were huge points of inspiration. But as a musician in general, uh, there are a lot of show DV- like DVDs or sh- live show DVDs that inspired me. Um, I think the first one's probably uh, Pulse by Pink Floyd. What, first time I saw that, it fucking blew my mind, like the end, comfortably numb. The reason why I watched it is because we were learning that song uh, for Tetras, if you remember that. Uh, we were learning Comfortably Numb, and I remember watching the video. I'm like, holy fuck, that looks cool. And I wanted to be in a band from that point. And then I really got into Dream Theater, and we're before YouTube, so you had to go on LimeWire or whatever and do- download videos. And I used to, I found out who Mike Portnoy was, and then I found a video, and I downloaded that video. And I, it was like from um, one of his DVDs where he shows how to play the song Home. And... Um, I discovered Dream Theater because of that DVD and then I got into Dream Theater and I fucking, that changed my life. I wrote so many Dream Theater-esque things. Not as good. Definitely not as good. I, I you know, I tried, but failed. Um, yeah, that was a huge moment and like, I don't know, there's, there, I used to love watching live sh- DVDs and, and uh, live shows, just going to shows because it, it would like make me really want to do it and inspire me and whatnot. Um, but yeah, so those were kind of big moments of inspiration. Like what first time I saw Foo Fighters, man, I was like, man, look at this guy. He was a drummer for the biggest band in the world. Now he's a singer. I want to do that too. And <clears throat> I mean, I'm, I'm kind of doing it. Just, you know, a small fraction of a percentage of a fraction uh, in terms of scale, but who cares? I like doing it anyway. Yeah. Those. So yeah, they asked, uh, big moments of inspiration like that. And it's like, there, there haven't been like any huge events that inspired me that much, but it's just like some things that happen here and there and whatever. And I, I, and I haven't had one of those in a long time though. I haven't been like, I, I haven't been highly productive like I used to be. And I have to find that somewhere. Uh, and I have like lyrics to write and to finish and all that. And I'm kind of not out of ideas, but I, I, I need just an extra little push. And I think like books might help. I'm going to start reading a lot more books and fiction, especially because I usually read nonfiction. Um, but I think I'm going to read more fiction and more like classic books and dark shit and whatever that might inspire me to at least write, write the horse dog uh, lyrics that's for sure so maybe an answer for the future is you know in 2020 when i like read fucking 45 books last year uh, that may be a good inspiration i don't think that's gonna happen like maybe 10 books a year but we'll see because i'm a slow reader because i'm not super smart <laughs> okay um uh, a couple more questions the first the, the next one was uh, all like i'm gonna spoil it i'm gonna tease it but the last 15 minutes of this podcast is going to be about Bad Captain. <laughs> but uh, uh, another person asked um, experimentation, uh, sort of like uh, they said, like, I'm trying to, I'm starting to experiment with fretless guitar and like um, other modes and all that stuff. Like, And they asked, like, have I ever experimented with anything like that? And like things that have, uh, have become really useful in my sort of musical language and my journey as a musician. And the answer is no, because I suck no, no, <laughs> I do suck, but no, the answer, and I, um, the answer is, um, I've tried playing wind instruments when I was in early high school and I failed miserably. I don't know what it is, man. I just, I just can't, like, I can't do it properly. Uh, it just doesn't work. 
maybe I should try it because I really want to play winds, like maybe saxophone or something. That's a cool instrument. Uh, I'd love to play sax, man. I think it's fucking sexy. But uh, that's something I tried and never could do properly. Um, but otherwise, every time I pick, I've picked up an instrument, uh, it's really opened new doors musically. So, for example, when I started playing the cello, when I was a young kid, I didn't really understand what music was. I did, but like not in a holistic way. I understood music and I understood the cello, but that was music for me. And that music was kind of a chore. It was just a thing I did when I was in elementary school. Half my day was music. So I just, you know, play music, whatever, then go home and watch my things and not do my homework and play Nintendo and go online. And uh, then... You know, on weekends, I used to practice and on, well, maybe like one hour on Sunday night, but that was it. And it's really when I discovered drums that I was like, oh, that looks interesting. And before that, maybe piano and piano was a real big thing because you actually can see um, the notes right in front of you. And then you, you get a much better understanding of how shit works, you know, like, okay, this is a, this is an, an E major chord and you can really see the step and a half that it takes to make a major third. Is that it? No, the two steps it takes to make a major third. Sorry. You know, I'm just trying to... But, yeah, you can really see, like, actually the intervals between the notes, and it's so... And it kind of works that way with guitar, so when I discovered guitar, but it's so different, and I still haven't fully grasped the guitar neck and I know the cage system, although I never practice it. I, and like you, you understand the shapes and whatnot, but there's nothing, nothing like a piano keyboard to understand really relationship between notes and all that stuff, because it's always repeated. And like piano was the biggest, biggest thing. And if you don't play piano, if you've never played piano, just fucking start. And what's funny is that, um, uh, in, uh, college when I, when I studied jazz drums, uh, if you were a drummer, you went to, to the school I went, you had to take piano as a second instrument. So what's cool is that you could, you had like a secondary instrument that you could learn, which is really awesome. But drummers had to go through piano. Why? Because they knew that most drummers weren't good uh, music readers. Some of them couldn't write, uh, read music at all or barely, like at least not melodically. <clears throat> and they didn't have a full understanding of music. You know, they were drummers and rhythm guys and whatnot, but in terms of understanding musics and those relationships I was talking about and whatnot, they didn't have that. But I was laughing my way through it because I had taken piano courses before and whatever. I still struggled a little bit, but at least I fully understood what I needed to do. And I was actually working on my reading, like reading, reading two lines at a time and playing and not looking at your notes while you do it. Memorizing songs was a thing I, I like to do, even though that wasn't perfect. But anyway, piano, biggest one. Um, you know, obviously then, you know, guitar and singing and all these new instruments that I've picked up have helped me get a better understanding, better understanding. But um, the two biggest ones are drums and piano. If you are, you know, a guitarist, whatever, I recommend playing the piano or the drums or both. But if you're a drummer, play the piano. If you're a pianist, play the drums. Because first of all, drums are the foundation of music. It's like, it's there that you understand groove and, and feel and rhythm all the rhythms and time and all that stuff and just the pocket and just hanging out there and just being you know being right there the backbone of the band bass is another one like they're so important i'm not saying guitar is not important but like bass is another one where you're so you're you're it's like a background instrument you're just like this, that's your job 
<laughs> that's just, you know, the best bass players are those guys. Just the guys who just hang out. If you're just listening to this right now, I'm just bopping my head left and right. I'm just playing a couple notes. I'm air ba- I'm slapping the bass. I'm just air basing right now. <laughs> but like, yeah, bass is a, is a big one. Anyway, I, th- I guess drums and piano are really, really important ones because drums will get you a fundamental understanding of rhythm. Like if you're a singer and just one of those singers who doesn't play an instrument, man, drums are so important because it's you'll fully understand rhythms and all that and how a drummer actually works. And then piano, because like I said, melodically, like just looking at a, there's nothing easier. It's just laid out right in front of you, right there. The notes are all there. You don't have to guess where it is. There's only one center C on a piano. There's seven of them on a guitar. I mean, that's a, that's a cool thing. That opens a lot of doors. And that's my sort of next frontier is fully understanding the cage system and using it and really being able to solo and applying my modes to that because I know my, like, I can play any scale, whatever. I mean, if you tell me, like, play B-flat, you know, Locrian or something, is that the word in English? Play, you know, B-flat Mixolydian on a piano, it will take me a second, but I can still do it. Um, on guitar, though, I don't know, it's harder. It's a lot harder. Uh, yeah, so that's it. That's the... the, the um, the uh, strong moment of uh, uh not a strong moment of inspiration sorry i was looking at my notes but uh the the where i've experimented or or felt new things another thing that i want to tackle would be slide guitar or uh, like a lap steel or something like that i think i feel like that would open up new doors um baritone uh was really fun because baritone you're sitting between guitars and uh, bass and it's really this cool thing where it opens up a new doors i get that that's a good idea for for a, a video uh like new new instruments to learn to open new doors or something like that i'm actually gonna fucking write that down if you don't mind new thank you man who asked that question new instruments to learn to open new doors new doors thank you for bearing with me while i did that Okay, last question was from uh, uh, from Marc-André Barabé, you salty dog who went on the video and asked questions about Bad Captain. <laughs> so he went, yo, Pat, miss you, love you, buddy. Bad Captain u- reunion, original lineup. Can you do songs? Can you release stuff, whatever? And the answer is no. Uh, <laughs> you're so nice, Mark. I love that you love Bad Captain. I, that really it warms my heart. And um, I think the answer is no. And the reason is that at this point, uh, what's the expression about beating a dead horse? Bad Captain's dead and gone. It's over. It's finished. Even the band that I formed after that is kind of also dead. (laughs) But what's good is that I own uh, all of the Bad Captain songs and most of the horse dog songs. So I don't want to be a tyrant or a as previously mentioned, an asshole, but I can still put out shit under any of those names. Um, and I might do it. And uh, so I'm not saying that it's impossible the Bad Captain will ever get back together, but original lineup, I highly doubt that. I'm sure everybody's down to play a show or something like that. But the thing is, Mark would be the only person who would show up. We'd show up. We'd be stoked to play it. But... Um, it's in the past now. It's far down in the past, and it's 
a period in our lives where we were so interconnected. We lived together. Some of us worked together. We were in a band together. We hung out all the time. We were always together. And that was either going to make us one of the world's biggest bands or, which is what happened, uh, it was going to implode or explode at some point. And any, it would just not be a thing anymore. And that's what happened. And it's very natural that that happened. And it's very healthy that that, that happened, actually, because you, it would imagine if we were 32, 33 and 35 years old in some cases and still you know, trying to make it five guys in the same apartment, trying to make it living two stories above a bar and jamming every week and whatever it would, uh, you know, if we went on tour every six months, you know, for another six months, whatever, that'd be great and smart, but chances are it would not be the case and it would just be sad. So, um, people at some point in the band were elsewhere and had to leave or had to do something else. And that's what happened with bad captain. And it's like a relationship where like it ends and you have these fond memories about, about it when it was working, but also if it ended, it's for probably for a good reason. If you can't understand, like if you're in the relationship, you didn't end it and you still can't understand why you ended it. Chances are the other person, that's exactly what they needed. They needed to end it and they understand why and why they don't want it back. But like, imagine you've, you had a girlfriend for five years and almost 10 years ago, and it was really intense. And then you broke up and now you're, fine <laughs> you know you're more than fine you're actually really happy um you wouldn't think of going back with that person because it just it, you know it was then and now is now and it's almost as intense with bad captain because again we were best friends brothers almost we lived together worked together jammed together spent so much time together we're lived through amazing amazing things together like some of my proudest moments some of my best fondest most amazing memories are with those guys like on stage some of the coolest shit i've done like either just between shows after shows going other cities and playing or just recording some of these amazing experiences were with those guys and i feel like now trying to re trying to take that like find that again is impossible so it would it wouldn't be bad captain probably or if it were it would just be a reunion show and chances are it wouldn't be that good uh and then it would probably go away i highly doubt that we could get all five of us especially because we live in different cities now all of us getting the five of us to rehearse you know for x amount of time and just play and be that all it'd probably be good or whatever but it would probably leave a very weird taste in some of our mouths especially mine like definitely mine for sure because i remember jamming with some of the guys here uh like last summer or something and after that just feeling weird yeah i'm fucking almost feeling dirty because like why are we still playing these songs like what am i like i've moved on like, i'm in another band doing other shit whatever so <laughs> very serious um, again, could be a whole other episode, but I think I've long, uh, I've gone on long enough about why Bad Captain, I think we'll never get back together like formally or like a reunion show, a tour, that'd be impossible. Nobody would show up to, to that. Uh, we'd be starting over in a completely different scene in music that has not aged that well, um, in a scene where we're far too old to be and like... I don't think it's ever going to happen. Now, I don't want to break anyone's heart uh, by saying that it will never happen, but I don't think anybody is heartbroken by that. Now, that being said, I would love to do it. 
you know, at least jam or practice or play something. I would love to play with those guys again. I would love to, um, you know, just hang out. I think that'd be great, but we would probably just um, look back at our fond memories and just feel good about that. Um, trying to trying to to bring that back, or whatever, would just be a uh, an attempt at imitating how how good that was back in the day. Okay, <laughs> so that's uh, a reunion the reunion part of what you were asking. Original lineup again, same answers. Um, I mean, at this point, I, I wouldn't know who to call to to to. I mean, I know what the original lineup was, but I wouldn't know who to call if I wanted to get a bad captain up and going. Um, and then uh, acoustic versions and all that stuff. That part, yes, absolutely, one hundred percent. I will do all these things, even if it's just for you, Mark. Okay. Um, I would love to record. Um, older versions, or at least, you know, um, re-record some songs. And I've, I've been doing it, like uh, Runaway, which was my first single. Was it the first one? Yeah. You Were Mine was a Bad Captain song. And a lot of the stuff that I've been, well, a lot of the stuff that I've been thinking of putting out as uh, Pat Flanagan, the solo artist, is just recycled Bad Captain demos and a bunch of stuff like that. So I have nothing against, like I said, you know, I, I, I own these songs and I, I, don't, I, I don't own the name, but like I could record something and put it out as bad captain i i i'm the one who controls the artists on spotify and apple music and all that stuff so i there's nothing preventing me from putting out stuff as bad captain but again i'd sort of be i i feel like i would be um digging up like a grave that's that's well just like decomposed and six feet underground and just you don't touch it anymore um, and that's why, you know, the horse dog stuff was with different people and not under a horse dog. And that's why I've never released anything except for the, all the demos that I'd done for bad captain. So I, I just want to put it there in the past and, and leave it be and sort of move on from that. Um, uh, but yeah, like acoustic stuff and all that stuff and different versions and just for my channel, exploring those songs and some of the harmonies and looking at the, um, the mix files and all that stuff and explaining some of those songs and how I, I would love to do that, break it down and, and explain, you know, what we thought, uh, what we were thinking, what the fuck we were thinking and how we approached it, how we recorded it and all that I think is a really cool thing to do. That's what I, I would much rather, I would much rather explore that side of bad captain than trying to recreate the feeling or that original lineup um i think that's far more interesting and far more aligned with where i am in life i would much rather spend you know seven hours showing you and analyzing the songs and whatnot making content for that and just digging deeper and how it was produced and uh you know how the harmonies and the songs were written and all that stuff and analyzing the lyrics and how cheesy they were i'd much rather do that than than try to put a band back together and and try to practice for a show because full circle i'm still sick of practicing all the time with people and just i'm just a fucking hermit at this point <laughs> no I'm, i i'm still kind of sick of just practicing for one show or no shows uh and that would just feel like the same thing so um it, it's a it's a glass half full question where i don't think bad captain's ever going to get back together i think i will probably most likely still play music with some of these guys in the future uh and then on a positive note 
to uh, to make you feel good, I will definitely make some form of content related to that band, even if it's just for you, my friend. Okay, um, and then you also asked, I don't know if I remember um, if I mentioned this, but uh, then you also asked about uh, recording tips and all that stuff. Um, so he, he was asking, you know, if, you, if I could make videos about uh, DIY recording and recording at home at the jam space and all that, yes. That too, absolutely 100% is something that I want to do on this channel. I, I have like a whole basics series that I want to do that's like, um, uh, that's like setting up your drum set. Or for example, drum set basics, 101. Like what's a snare? What's a bass drum? Different types of bass drums, skins, cymbals, stands, all that stuff. I really want to do, like, I don't care if it's been done before. I, I want to do that. Um, and uh, there was a need there for somebody, for one of my friend's daughters who wanted to learn that stuff. So I'm like, I'll make it, if you, even if it's just for that person. Uh, I'm sure they'll enjoy me explaining to them what how all these things work, and I'd love doing that. And then, you know, to miking your drum set, to recording it, and then I think I'll segue into basics of recording and recording at home or in a space like this or in less than uh, perfect environments like this jam space, for example. That's another thing I really want to do. <sighs> okay. I said it was going to be a quick one, but we are 56 minutes in. But that is where I'm going to end it. I want to thank you for listening or for watching if you're that one person. Um, it's, it's one of those podcasts where um, I don't have anything planned out, but yet I talk for 56 minutes. And uh, But yeah, that was fun too. It was good for me because um, some of these are kind of therapeutic where I just, it's, it's like I'm speed writing or whatever, but writing actually hurts my hand and typing down doesn't feel the same because you can edit and delete whatever, but just talking into a microphone and going through these thoughts it helps. Like I have two new video ideas. I made a, a podcast, which is a thing, a piece of content that people can watch or listen to. <clears throat> and most importantly, I, I <laughs> talked about some of the things that, you know, starting a channel, how that was and whatever. So if somebody um, ever in the next 500 years lands on this podcast and wanted to know what it was like to start a YouTube channel, they have my perspective, um, you know, like our worst gig and admitting to myself, well, I knew that already, but um, <laughs> publicly admitting on this podcast that I used to be a fucking asshole. Uh, I mean, not that bad, but I'm really hard on myself. So I consider that uh, quite, uh, uh, quite true, but you know, and then, and then some of my best shows and bad captain and how good it was, but how good it was, you know, it, would never be like that again. I think I want to touch on, on one last thing about that and how sort of Bad Captain broke up. Um, I was going to do like a whole video or a podcast about the story of Bad Captain, and I could still probably do that in like different chapters and whatnot. But um, the reason why, the reason why I, 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 I'm trying to do this quickly and in a smart way. The reason why I know so well that it wouldn't happen again is because I, I sort of saw it happen already. So when Alex left, that was the thing. We replaced him with Guillaume. Guillaume did a great fucking job, but it wasn't Alex. Like Guillaume was a great drummer, far better than I am, and just as good as Alex in a different style, but it still wasn't Alex with whom we had had all these experiences, recorded the album, nothing. Uh, and uh, again, nothing against Guillaume. It just wasn't the same. And then Nick left eventually, and then we replaced him with Stefan. Stefan felt really good because Stefan had been in the in TML, which was like this sort of original lineup of Bad Captain. So, you know, Jesus Christ. 
Stefan was great, but it wasn't Nick. Like, and now we didn't have Alex nor Nick. It was Guillaume and Stefan. So it, fe it felt really different. It was turning into not bad captain from, from when it used to be really awesome. So I, I already, I was sort of seeing, I think they just want to push their music on my podcast. Somebody should tell them that nobody listens to this. So again, it was, you know, Should we just listen to them for like five minutes? Am I going to get like a copyright strike or something? So, um, again, I, 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 I saw it happen as it was sort of happening. Like just changing two members, two fifths of the band didn't feel the same. So eventually when it all sort of broke and Guillaume left and it was just like, Rick, Chris, Steph, and I, and I sat on the drums and was like, I'll drum and sing, I guess, or something like that. <clears throat> We did that for like a week and a half, maybe. And then I'm going to give them an, a minute. Okay. I gave them a minute to close their door. And in the meantime, realized that it, it didn't even talk about the bubbles and the burping. God damn it. <laughs> I'm so sorry for this week's episode. <laughs> so um, the question I had about challenges when I... When, so... I'll try to make this very quick. I have so many points. I thought there was going to be like a nothing episode. Okay, so uh, when I used to be a drummer, I would drink beer, you know, between songs or whatever. And it's fine. You can burp all you want. I'm, I'm a really gassy guy. And then so when I started becoming a singer and singing, I would do the same. But like I sang so much and whatever. And then you, you at some point you're like, and then I had to burp this sort of side burp like this. And like, this is still a mistake. I shouldn't be drinking uh I shouldn't be drinking uh, fizzy water while I'm recording a podcast, but I like it so much and, you know, there's no one here, so it's fine. But, like, one of the first challenges I had, anyway, you had to be there. Okay, I'm sorry. But, yeah, beer was a big challenge and uh, I used to burp all the time when uh, when I uh, when I was a singer. Oh, what a sad episode. I'm so sorry, you know, but it was good, I guess. Anyway, to finish the thing on Bad Captain, I realized that it was never going to be the same when I started playing drums and tried to sing and all that stuff. And it was just like me and Stefan, Rick and Chris. And I was just like, guys, we're only going to be a, 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 a shitty imitation of what the band once was. Like we can't, unless we find a sick fucking drummer and I get back on guitars and singing, not to toot my own horn, but like... The band was me singing on guitar and, you know, the other guys doing their thing in their roles. And like, if I was, my singing was not going to be as good if I was playing drums and my drumming wasn't going to be as good and my drumming was never going to be as good as Guillaume's or Alex's. So I'm like, at this guy, at this point, like, what are we doing? This needs to stop. Like, the bad captain's never going to be as good if I'm sitting there behind the drums and trying to sing at the same time. So um, all that to explain that, that. I've known for many years that we can never recreate what it was because like not everybody's going to be there and not, um, and not everybody's at that spot anyway. And I just don't want to do it at this point. Anyway, the most bummer episode I think so far. Um, so maybe never we do a Q and a ever again, huh? Never we do that again. Mm. Like I said, I'm going to take a week off. There'll probably be an episode next week because this is airing in the future, but I will take some time off to plan proper episodes and then I will post <laughs> a proper episode that will only be like 40 minutes, okay? Not like an hour and fucking five minutes of me ranting. It'll be a proper monologue. Okay, 
Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. So sorry for this week. You can, uh, if you're on YouTube, you can click on my uh, uh, the link in the description for my main YouTube channel. It's a much better space to consume my content. If you're on Anchor or Spotify, thank you for doing so. Uh, you could probably rate or um, rate the podcast. That'd be really nice. That would probably help me. I think, uh, you know, giving it uh, a star at least <laughs> that'd be nice. It would help me, I guess, climb the things. Although, do we really want anybody else listening to this podcast? Oh, the self doubt winter gotta love it i'm not as freezing i feel better okay i'm gonna go home do other stuff maybe write some music and record it and uh, i'll see you next week i'm so sorry (laughs) thanks for watching thanks for listening i'll see you next time